Welcome to Life Workshop, where we discuss the forgotten basics. Today's episode is 25 year in Canada, my 25th anniversary of being in Canada. Today that we are recording this episode, it is June 19, 2022. And I arrived in Canada, in Toronto, on June 1997 at 5.20 p.m. I landed. By the way, the host and co-host, their most favorites, Bo and Mo. I uh, was graduating high school. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was almost graduating <laughs> high school at the same time, okay? <laughs> Don't make me look old. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it has been 25 years. And I remember when, when I came to Canada, the rules were that those days that you should have $13,000, you know, cash, you know, or have transferred it here or have it on you somehow or, and sorry, and have somebody to pick you up because that is the condition that I had applied that I said somebody's there that I can, I know where I'm going to go live. But um, when I entered, I had only $2,000 on me. And I didn't have anybody to pick me up. <laughs> so the custom officer, she said, you can't come to Canada like this. You rule-breaking son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> From the get-go, you know, just the first thing that I did. <laughs> so how did you, like, how did you get, like, how did you even get to fly it? Like, Actually, of, course, of course, the, uh, I landed, right? I, I landed. And now I have only $2,000 and nobody's there to pick me up. Okay. And then the custom officer says, so where are you going to go? I said, well, um, you know, I've heard, and this was on the plane. There was this lady that she was sitting next to me and we were talking and then I said, it's my first time and I have nowhere to go. And then she said, yeah, if you go to, uh, in Toronto, in Spadina and Finch, you know, so there is some area that there are lots of Iranian are there and then I'm sure somebody will help you. So I heard that from her, and I wrote it down. Then when the custom officer, she asked me that, so where are you going? I said, you know what? Yeah, I don't have anybody, but but I can go to Spadan and Finch, and you know, there are people there. And this is at 5.20 p.m. that I had landed. By the time it's probably 6 p.m. The good thing is that the days were long. You know, it was June 19. Right, right. And then she said, you can't come to Canada like this. Uh, okay, just I'm here. Then she said, I suggest you go back. And get the money and come back. I said, but Iran is not in a walking distance. <laughs> I can't just go back and have the money and come back. But anyway, she kept my passport. She kept my passport. She gave me just a piece of paper writing that, you know, basically she has kept my passport. And then, um, so I didn't get my stamp as a landed immigrant that day. So they couldn't do anything. So she let me go. And then when I came out of the you know that secure area i didn't know what to do so i had a friend of mine who was another iranian guy who had come to canada three weeks prior to me and he was he was staying with his uncle somewhere in toronto but um, i hope he's not 
I'm not in touch with him and I hope he's not listening to this podcast. He was one of the most useless friends you can have. Oh no. <laughs> you could not expect anything from him. He would not do anything for you. It was his personality, but at the same time he was just staying with his uncle, you know, he had come himself, you know, staying with his uncle. But anyway, so I wanted to call him just like that to say, "Hey, I've heard this or something." So I called him and then he said, "Hey, you know, I bought a car just last week and he could drive, you know, he had transferred his driver's license, had a temporary license and I can, uh, I can come and pick you up. I didn't expect that. So awesome, that would be great. And then with the understanding, he would come and pick me up and basically drop me off at this Spadan and Finch and something would happen there. And then... <laughs> Okay, <laughs> but when I wanted to call him, I realized I have to dial a code four one six, and then I said, "But why should I dial a code?" There was this guy. I said, "Why should I dial a code? I'm in Toronto." He said, "Well, literally, you're in Mississauga. You're not in Toronto." Mm-hmm. I said, "What is that, Mississauga?" And then I couldn't say that as good as I'm saying it right now. And then he said, "Yeah." I said, "What is the code for here?" Then he told me, I think it was 905. Then I re- realized there was, somebody had given me a phone number of a person who was in Mississauga. I just knew that because of the code number. But I never bothered calling him because I said, he is not in Toronto. And of course, this is in 97. There was no Google map. I didn't, I wanted to be cheap and you know, save money. I didn't buy a map of the world to know where exactly, or map of Toronto, I should say, to know where the cities are. And then, so I didn't know, but then I realized, yeah, it's just next to Toronto, mm-hmm. and literally. And then, anyway, after I hang up the phone uh, with that buddy of mine, and he said that he was coming, then I called this guy, which I didn't know. I just knew the name from somebody. I called him, and then he said, I was waiting for you. Why didn't you call me earlier? And I just got home. So literally by this time, maybe it is 6.30, I don't know, something like that. <clears throat> and then he said, I just got home. I'm going to come and pick you up. So he came and he got there way sooner than the other buddy of mine. And then I ended up actually going and staying with him for more than a month hmm. um, before I could find a job and, you know, come to Saskatchewan. And the interesting part, you know, it was that as a physical therapist, you know, you had to write your exam and you couldn't obviously you know, just work. Right. And then, but at those days, what I did actually that night when I went there, the day after, I have a jet lag, but yet I took the bus and I was trying to save as much as I can because I didn't have much money. And I went to the Canadian Physiotherapy, Alliance of uh, Canadian Physiotherapy, or Canadian Alliance of Physiotherapy, or one of the two, anyway, CPA. So I went there, and then they were surprised that why I'm there. You know, I haven't called or something. Then I asked questions anyway that this lady said, yeah, each province is different. You know, they have their own rules. And then when I learned that, then I started calling each province separately. And then I knew New Brunswick and Saskatchewan, they would accept me without passing the exam. I had done my credentialing. Okay. Because the, to, the, it would take about 10 months at that time the timing that I came before I would be able to write the exam and if I pass it mm-hmm. because the chance of passing at those days 
to pass the exam for the first time, the first trial for a physical therapist was 4% for foreign graduates. So it was a very low chances of passing the exam as a foreign. Just because of the language on the test or what? Uh, partly that, but no, I think mainly it was the, the standards. Oh, okay. And really, it's not as much as you think, for example, about the knowledge of it, it's the standards which with safety. And actually, oh, that there, huh. there, there are some of the stuff that I think it was a lot of that. There are lots of other physios that they may know a lot, but, you know, uh, from other countries, but they are not following the rules as good, okay. you know, or they are not following the procedure. They are not familiar with that, so that causes a bit of a problem. Mm. And then... Um, but anyway, so, um, yeah, I... Um, um, so at, at this point, though, you're just a va- vacationer, essentially, right? Because you didn't get your stamp or whatever? I should, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. now you're trying to save up money to get 30000 No. And, and that's all you needed, right? You just 13, one, 13 I had to show. And I had shown that money before, because I, before coming to Canada, I was in Dubai for four years. But I took the money to Iran, and it was invested, you know, my family, we oh, were not okay. necessarily, we were not that, we were kind of poor. So I had to help out the family and, you know, the money was invested, you know, somehow I was trying to help them out. But yeah, so I didn't have the money on me. Okay. And then, yeah, basically what happened, no, I didn't have, I was just trying to figure out things. And uh, anyway, after some time, I realized that I, I yeah, as a new Brunswick, I could, so College of Physiotherapy in New Brunswick, I believe they they said that uh, I would be okay, uh, uh, basically to to work there, and they found me a job at the one of the hospitals. But when I talked to the boss there, she realized that I haven't passed my exam, and they are accepting, you know, me as a physio. She was offended, you know, mm-hmm. that why are they accepting a foreign graduate without passing the exam? Then I told her that, you know, different provinces, they have different rules. But she was so offended, so afterwards she had gone and complained to the college. She never obviously hired me. And then um, she, um, and the reason I picked New Brunswick, because I asked which one is closer, New Brunswick or this Saskatchewan thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then... <laughs> People, they said, yeah, obviously, New Brunswick was closer. And then, but yeah, so I never, I couldn't go there because of that. And because she actually complained afterwards to the college. And I, they changed the rules afterwards, as a matter of fact, that they wouldn't, uh, it became like most of other provinces, that you had to write the exam before you could, you know, practice. But when I called Saskatchewan, the College of Physiotherapy at those days, um, they had the rule that they would give you a temporary license till you would, you know, for a year or two. And then till you write your exam. And I did, and I passed the exam, obviously. Mm-hmm. And But anyway, so I started, then I came to Saskatchewan, and, you know, when I wanted to move to Saskatchewan, the concept, how they get here, I wanted to get a plane ticket, but then I didn't know that the plane ticket would become very expensive. It's close to the departure date, basically. But uh, it was very much opposite of what it was in Dubai. In Dubai, if you want to fly somewhere, those days it was like this. You would go to the airport if they have a ticket, if they have seat, you could get in actually on the plane even for cheaper price. Mm-hmm. It was a, you know, because the plane is taking off anyways. But in here was the other way around. They would just jack up the price. So anyway, I took the train. I got the cheapest uh, seat that I could get. <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, I think it became like 500 and something bucks, 550 or something. Even that was expensive for a short notice. But anyway, I got that one and I went to Saskatoon originally. Mm. 
but I, as a newcomer, a few things that I, I really like to mention, the f mistakes that I made, and the, because there were no, no, not many immigrants those days in here, and uh, so people couldn't understand what I was going through, and definitely right. I couldn't understand what they are doing. You know, that <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the difference, the, the main problem was really was difference in culture. Right. The main thing. It was not the language because sometimes people they think language is absolutely not. The main problem was the culture and the standards that you know were there and I was not familiar with. And then that caused a lots of problems. And I mean a lot. So I was let go of my job. I mean when I get let go, you know, they there was a contract for ten months, sorry, a year. Then after 10 months, they asked me to leave and they paid me for the other two months. Then I came to Regina. I worked for one of the physio clinics in here. Again, after three months, they asked me to leave. <laughs> I see. I see. <laughs> but I should say, I have a bad track record as an <laughs> that's, employee. That's, that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> as an employee, I should say, as an employee, I had a very bad track record. Even in the back in Iran, I was like that. So I should say, it was <laughs> okay. not more of an Iranian so, thing. It so, was, so that's just a you thing. That's it wasn't my thing. thing. <laughs> <laughs> and in all honesty, I would not hire myself of 20 years ago. I should say that. Mm -hmm. um, I was kind of difficult to deal with. But, uh, and yeah, I went a lot through a lot of, you know, challenges. And then, but uh, then afterwards, I started working in another practice. And luckily, you know, I could manage to stay there for a few years. And then I realized that is not working. I have to have my own practice. So I started my own practice. But during this time, I should say, for example, um, because as a foreign graduate, you know, sometimes they wouldn't, or at least that was my feeling. I don't know if it was, that they wouldn't look at you as, equal they would look at you as you're not as good and then with me when something like this happens i don't sit back and cry i fight back and my method of that was i took a lots of courses i took so many courses it was just crazy for a few years i spent so much money like did you go to the university no no no, no no did you go through polytech no, 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 neither. It was the weekend uh, courses that they, 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 they we have as a training, you know, and re or refreshing courses. Oh, okay. I took a lot of those, and I was studying hard. I really did. I really did. And um, I, I took anything that was existing almost. You know? mm -hmm. And I, yeah, I spent for almost four or five years, I studied really really hard but uh, what i'm trying to say um th th this is what happened though and because of that i mean if you check my google reviews i have been rated one of the best videos in the city now <laughs> not that i'm bragging or something yeah yeah well when when you review yourself that much you know that's bound to happen <laughs> and there are different names yeah <laughs> but but no you know honestly i i said you know this was one of the things because sometimes you know in life for example if they say the pressure that doesn't break you makes you. It was something in that line. And then for me, if it was that if they looked down upon me or for training or for anything, uh, if it was of importance to me, I would just go to prove them wrong, you know, somehow. And in this case, for example, my, my profession was very important to me, uh, obviously. And um, I did the best that I could. And actually, my best didn't suck, I would say. So it worked pretty well but i went through a lot of difficulties at the beginning even 
uh, one of the things that happened, uh, in honesty, at the beginning when I came to Canada, this was one of the things that I hated it so much because I went through so much challenges. It was work and personal life that I don't want to get to that part of it. And life was really, really difficult. So as a Canadian, when you look at a new immigrant, sometimes you see, and I now, right now, for example, I know one of the new immigrants that he, he's going exactly through what I went, you know, 25 years ago, that um, because he just could not cope. And that was my problem. And then because of that, a lot of immigrants, they tend to go to places which, where other immigrants are. Right. There is some pros and cons, makes life a bit easier, but at the same time, you do not integrate into the society as good. Right. So it's a, yeah, pros and cons of it. But uh, yeah, I, I actually, I was, I wanted, to, I, I was just about to leave, actually. I wanted, I just, I wanted to stay for three years, get my Canadian passport and move back to Dubai. That was. Uh, Why? As I said, I just hated it in here. Oh, okay. It wasn't, because it was, I, that I, wasn't the, the plan from the start. No, 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 no. Oh, oh. God, no, 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 no. At the beginning when I came, oh, my God, I was thinking when I landed, this is where I'm going to be and that is it. And I focused, you know, laser focused. But then soon after when I ran into these challenges over and over, it just becomes tiring. But then I realized this was something that happened that really kind of changed things. And I think I have been practicing that since. And maybe that is why. I am where I am that I do this podcast too. Because I started to realize, okay, why do I see life so terrible in here while other people don't? And then why from the outside before coming here, I thought this is great. But now that I'm here, I have a different opinion. And then I realized, you know, maybe if I start looking at life a little bit from a different perspective, that, thing, that can change things. And a different perspective, for example, was if somebody was not happy with what I'm doing, I would ask them why. And then I would try somehow to understand their position. Mm -hmm. So, and I started to learn how to change. And this is something that I have said, you know, um, as you can imagine, I'm, I'm financially I do okay. Um, I, I have done okay. But this is not what I, um, I'm proud of by any means. Where I'm proud of, and they say that I have been successful, I normally use that, I consider myself a successful person. And they say success of a business is measured by money. But success of a man is measured by happiness. And I know as the years has gone on, my life has got better and better and better. And the reason has been because of the changes that I have made. And this applies to everybody. It is not just about the immigrants and non-immigrants. You know, immigrants, yes, they have to go through more changes, especially at the, uh, at the beginning, you know, uh, to be able to make a better life for themselves. Mm -hmm. But even people that have lived in here, you cannot just behave the same way and expect different results. If things are not working, you may have to change something. But that was something that I was forced into. And then afterwards, I kept the practice of changing you know, and then re-evaluating my life and, you know, why things are not going the way that I think should go and then what can I do to make it better. And I really practice a lot of that, that basically um, trying to see, change the perspective. Just if I want to just make sense, you know, uh, this is one of the things. I was with this group of, it was a group of us that we were just doing some, okay, this is the funny name, but it was called Contemporary Singles that we were, it was a 
Quantum? No, 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 contemporary. Contemporary? Contemporary single group. Yeah, it was a group. It was called Contemporary Singles. It was a bunch of us, you know, men and women, you know. <laughs> All, right. All right. And then once, for example, we, we did a lot of activities together, which was fun. But once we had a party uh, after a uh, volleyball game that we had in a tournament thing that all of us about 70, 80 of us we are going to this place for pizza and supper basically and then we f- had finished earlier we went there and then the guys the, they started to bring the pizza and then but nobody was there except maybe 7, 8 or 10 of us or something and then when he placed the pizza um, 3 of us I think we just went and took a piece and they started basically eating yeah. the guy who was um hosting or whatever you know he a kind of in a rude way he came at us that you should not be eating now you should wait for everybody to come in a normal case scenario i would find that very humiliating humiliating very much okay i would find this was how i was i would find it very humiliating in a normal case scenario i would get really mad at him and I would just walk out. Or I would say something and walk out. Okay. I would get that mad. And I was on that verge, actually. And I was about. Then one of the guys said, it seems he has had a bad day. Hmm. And then I really looked at it. I said, oh, my God. It's just a completely different perspective. He didn't take the blame because really we didn't do anything specific wrong. Even if you want to say it, you can say it a lot nicer. I guess, but if you're waiting for 80 people to show up. And they would come. They, they were coming. I would be waiting either. <laughs> yeah, but this was the thing, you know. And so the different perspective, this is exactly where I'm going with. That, you know, by changing the view, looking at it from a different angle. Yeah. And then I, it really calmed me down. Mm-hmm. It really calmed me down. It was just such an interesting thing, that moment. I do remember it. Actually, I don't remember in which pizza place it was i exactly remember the moment yeah that just with that that sentence it just changed my perspective yes if you look at it from a different angle it feels differently and this yeah. is where I, I i normally say that the way you think dictates the way you feel mm-hmm. and this was one of them basically and, and then and that was your first moment i that? wouldn't say first but you know probably but that was a really it was a light bulb that definitely i do for example remember this very very clearly. Hmm. Then, then after that, I started start to practice that a bit more. That, for example, if I'm mad at something, you know, then why am I so mad? Some other people, they don't get mad. Then, okay, wh- how do you think that you don't get mad? Right. But if, if somebody would get more mad, I, would not be, I was not as interested to know why you're getting <laughs> that mad. I would go find the people that they would feel better, the ones that they would calm me down. Mm-hmm. So even now, to, uh, I, I want to make it kind of shorter. But even, for example, if I, I had different groups of friends, and then if, for example, with some friends, you, something goes wrong, you tell them, and then, oh, my God, yeah, that would be terrible. This thing, they would just, you know, uh, make the thing a bit worse. I normally try to avoid that. Mm-hmm. And I seek the people that they calm me down. And one of my best friends actually... He has been one of my best friends, you know, for uh, that I knew him from then. And really, he was one of the guys that, in all honesty, he changed a lot of things in my life. I don't want to say the full name, but David, you know, he's a, he's a lawyer. Uh, probably you know of him. 
that he really changed some of the things in my the views because every time I would get angry and I'm just wired up, I would go and say, yeah, so this happens often, yeah, so you could have looked at it this way. And he was so calm and cool and it really changed the process of again thinking. And, you know, because of that, I realized. But anyway, now I want to, again, kind of not to make this podcast again too, too long. But one of the problems with the immigration, you know, a lot of time when the immigrants, they come at the beginning, they want to change the country to the country that they were. Hmm. What's, because the that, what's the point in that? That is exactly, that is exactly it. Because a lot of, very frequently here. And, said, and because of that, they came up with this thing. I left Iran not to come to Iran. Right. I didn't leave Iran to come back to Iran. So maybe if you have left your country, came here, maybe there was a reason. And trust me, I did not come here for the weather. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming from yeah. Shiraz in Iran. Beautiful, beautiful weather. <laughs> like California, if not better, in all honesty. <laughs> and then, so there was a reason we came here. So this is for the immigrants that if they start thinking that they wanted to change things to their back home country, hey, buddy, that is why we are here. If you really your country is that great, you know what? <laughs> Please just go back. <laughs> Think twice. But at the same time now for the Canadian, for the ones that are non-immigrants, you know, sometimes you want to realize and, you know, put yourself in their shoes. And they have a harder time to, yeah. to cope, yeah. to see the word from their view, that is how the empathy happens, basically, that you put yourself in their position. Not that you agree with them, it's just that to understand them a bit better. And yeah. once, I normally say that you don't have to tolerate people when you understand them. And, you know, and it doesn't mean you agree with them, it's just that you're understanding where they come from and then you will have more empathy and you can be more effective you know, to help them, right. to help them change. But anyway, so... I'm really glad to be here. This is the first 25 years. Probably I will be here for the next three of the 25 years. I'm not going to be dying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so that if anything happens, I will disappear. I'm not going to be dying. <laughs> anyway, I hope uh, you guys enjoyed this. And say, again, I, I love this country and I'm really, really glad to be here. And um, yeah, uh, Again, one of the things for both parties, immigrants and the non-immigrants, you know, the Canadian born and raised, you know, sometimes we want to put ourselves in the other party's shoes to see where they come from. And as a general rule, most immigrants, they didn't come to Canada for the weather. Just remember that. <laughs> <laughs> there is a reason this country is great and we are here. Anyway, love you guys and take care. And remember, life is simple. We make it complicated. Bye.